Welcome to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock, who is the co-founder of Videosocials.net and of VideoInterviewPodcast.com. In every episode, Mark interviews business and organizational thought leaders who share their stories of how they inspire others by making a difference. You can find this show on Videosocials.net and YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and almost any podcast platform of your choosing. Welcome, everyone. And today, I'm very, very pleased to have as a guest, Catherine Taylor. Um, in full disclosure, Catherine has been a, um, a member of uh, one of our services, Video Socials, for uh, a few years now. And um, I've always been impressed with her. And um, and and she's she's doing really well at what our core values are. But Catherine is a, is a Maryland a uh, lawyer, attorney who started her own firm, Taylor Legal, almost 20 years ago. Great to have you on, Taylor. Uh, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing wonderfully. Good. Good. So, um, again, when when I say doing doing wonderfully, I'm just you're you're coachable. Um, you're you're somebody who is poised. Um, uh, qualified uh, I know does excellent work I've seen many of your uh, recordings as you've as you've recorded them you have a tremendous online presence of very valuable tips and and ideas and information um, there'll be links uh, there'll be links attached with with this guys but Catherine has really embraced the uh, let me share what I know works. And 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 content that's that's helpful to people. Um, and instead of, you know, this con this constant barrage of of quote advertising, uh, and or um, uh, self promotional kind of stuff, um, it's it's literally you have a library now of of content that is um, incredibly valuable to 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 those that might uh, whether they want to work with you or not. Uh, Absolutely. You know, so. Um, uh, kudos to you. You've really, you've really, you've you. been running. But I always like to start with, you know, what is your story? You know, how how did uh, um, how did you choose to become a business lawyer? So um, I, well, when I went to college, I studied accounting. You know, took a lot of business courses, but never thought about being a lawyer. Uh, I graduated, went to work for a bank, and after a couple of years, realized I, I wanted an advanced degree. Um, you know, I was going back and forth between an MBA or a law school. Um, I didn't have any lawyers in my family. And, you know, I talked to a couple of lawyers I knew kind of in, in you know, throughout my, that I met, frankly, as like professors at, in, in our college courses, and um, ultimately decided to go to law school. When I got out of law school, I went to work for a large Baltimore firm, um, doing the big firm gig for enough years to make me realize I didn't want that you know, going forward too many more years. Um, and then I went to work for local government. And after a while there, I realized it wasn't enough of a challenge for me. Um, interestingly, I at, at, at around that time, I I knew I wanted to start a business, but and I thought of other types of businesses other than law businesses. Um, I really like gardening. You know, I was thinking, you know, getting like some sort of a landscape certification or something like that. Um, but ultimately, I realized, okay, I know law. Um, and so 
that, you know, that's the business I'll, I'll start. Um, and, you know, I, I left local government, you know, with a, with a comfortable job with, you know, good salary and benefits, um, to, you know, start my own practice and, um, with no clients, um, and, uh, you know, just kind of, um, learned by doing, watching other people and, um, kind of slowly growing my practice. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how, how I got started. There wasn't any grand plan, you know, from the beginning. Um, I probably would have done things differently, uh, looking back, uh, but, you know, you kind of, you learn by doing and, um, it's, it's been, uh, an interesting journey <laughs> and I love it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back at this point to, um, to, you know, to working for somebody else, uh, unless I had to, but hopefully that won't, right. that won't happen. Well, it's awesome. You know, but you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, this leaving the safety of a job and, and, and becoming a business owner because you help, through your legal services, sure. those that have done basically the, exactly the same as you. They're, they're entrepreneurs, they're people who are running uh, small businesses, even medium-sized businesses, et cetera. Um, and uh, they need help in, with, the, with the legal aspects of, uh, of running those businesses. Um, so you've got, you know, you've basically, you've, are, you've gone down the same path that most of your clients are going down. So, um, you know, who better to, to, to learn from? Right. Um, uh, and I am able to provide, um, you know, kind of that experiential uh, background mm -hmm. and almost be like a, you know, a coach or a cheerleader for clients just starting out, um, you know, saying things like, be patient. <laughs> Things will improve <laughs> over time. Um, you know, all all those things that I had to tell myself uh, over the years. So, you know, I think I definitely provide a value add on top of the legal knowledge that I bring. You know, mm -hmm. I bring the, as you said, the experience of having, um, you know, started and, and uh, run my own business for uh, a period of years. Yeah, well, two decades in fact so yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is which is uh which is really good um i guess for me you know what what inspires you as you're working with clients now um you know somebody comes in they've got a problem maybe maybe they need some some direction maybe they need maybe they need some education um uh, you know I know from experience of running multiple companies, what we don't know can kill us, um, right. you know, and um, uh, and as somebody who was um, uh, in my in my last company, and I, I don't want to get into the to, to, to the whole long, sad story of it, but basically based on the fact that I had I was a small fish in a big pond as far as a small uh, a, a small consultant. Uh, for a very large financial uh, organization, um, uh, when they decided to break my contracts uh, with them uh, and uh, uh, to save money, frankly, um, uh, it put me into a financial tailspin. Um, and looking back, 
what was my responsibility in it? My responsibility in it was that I didn't have good contracts. I didn't have good mm -hmm. representation. Um, and so from someone who has literally been bitten, you know, almost to the point of completely knocking me out, um, um, how is it, how important is it for people to get their legal ducks in a row with, with, with their contracts, with their compliance, with tax law, you know, business filings, et cetera. I mean, it's, it's really important. So it's kind of going back a little bit when you were, were talking about what inspires me. I mean, one reason I work with small businesses. So when I was with a law firm, I represent, we represented large, large businesses, you know, mm -hmm. only businesses that can afford the, the services of a larger law firm. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that was good. It gave me a lot of experience, but I didn't really work a lot with the people. Um, mm. You know, sometimes we would work for a little work with the department head. Um, what I love about what I do and what, you know, what really is my passion is working with people. Uh, you know, business, small businesses are run by people, obviously, and large businesses are also, but there's much more, more of a hierarchy that you have to deal with. You're not necessarily dealing with, um, you know, the the desires, goals of the individuals, um, like you are when you're working with a small business owner. Um, and that really is what, what I love. Um, so, but, um, but going back to, um, uh, you know, what, what a small business owner needs to do. Yes. I mean, it's really important that key contracts, for instance, I mean, number one, you know, I, I always, uh, almost 100% recommend anybody running a business form an entity. Um, that, you know, that's kind of a given. Um, and beyond that, uh, if it's a service professional, um, then they should have a good contract that they use for their customers or clients, whoever that may be. We have uh, clients who are therapists. We have clients who are you know, in the healthcare industry, fitness professionals, professional CPAs. I have a couple lawyer clients. Um, uh, you know, advertising agencies. You you know, they run the gamut, but the the crux of their business is rep is providing services to clients, and they need a good contract, not only to spell out what they're going to do and the scope of work that they're going to do, but what the rights and obligations of both parties are, and how to get paid. <laughs> I mean, because that's the key. We're all running businesses to, to make money. Um, and you have to make sure that the efforts that you put into the work that you do ends up, you know, being paid for by the clients that, and customers that you serve. Um, you know, we've drafted many, many service contracts, uh, service agreements, whatever you want to call them, client, client agreements for our clients so that, they can go into a relationship like that feeling very comfortable. So that's certainly one of the first things. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, um, there are always legal issues that arise, um, you know, at, at the inception of the organization, there are legal questions that need to be answered, you know, what type of entity, who's going to be responsible for the day-to-day -day operations, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of stepping back, when you have a small business that is owned by more than one person, 
it's really important for those two or more owners to have an agreement among themselves. Uh, if it's an LLC, that's called an operating agreement in a corporation, that would be you know, the bylaws of the company and or shareholders agreement. And many people running businesses and starting businesses that beginning because number one, they don't recognize the importance, but also, you know, it costs money to have a lawyer do it. Um, and we certainly recognize that. Um, but at some point, you know, the hope of anybody running a business is that they're going to make enough money um, to at least be able to hire the professionals that they need to be uh, able to hire, um, you know, to to provide the services that they need going forward. <laughs> And um, I, I don't want to make this about me, but it, so I'll, I'll take I'll take a client that I had. So I I'm a trained business coach, and and a big a big big part of my journey has been in in uh, in direct coaching for businesses. And and I and and I had a client at uh, at one point uh, I worked with for many years uh, that had uh, started a professional practice. I, I'm not even going to talk about what area it's in because I don't, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to give any indication who it was. Um, but they had a professional services, independent, independent practice. And they, you know, I used to say that they really had a, an empire builder mindset. So mm -hmm. as time went by, they, uh, they hired associates, they hired, you know, they hired uh, uh, many other practitioners um, and grew offices, et cetera, et cetera. And as time went by, their legal compliances and ethics and things like that all, all, all uh, came into play um, and had a family member who was an attorney who was not in business law that was helping them with their contracts and, and, and whatnot. And sometimes that worked out okay. But where it really failed them and what ultimately had them close this business that had built into a multi-million dollar, um, 20 associate kind of business was a lack of appropriate HR uh, and, and specific and specifically in the um, in the realm of employment contracts. Interesting. Um, and so um, I'm, I'm going to say you know, I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make them drink. And I had said from the beginning, from the very first employee, you need to have a solid employment contract. And it's like, oh, well, we'll get, we'll get around to that later. We'll get around to that later. Right. right. And years went by, dozens of years. Right? And so um, I would encourage that if you're bringing people on, whether they be contractors or actual or actual employees, you need to have an agreement between you. It needs to be written and it needs to be a legally legally binding agreement. Because exactly. you do not know what's going to happen in their life or in your life. Correct. Right? And um, I mean the the problems that this individual had, I you know somebody turned into a drug addict while they were, while they were, uh, uh, there was embezzlement. There was all, there was all kinds of stuff that, that came about when they thought, look, I'm, you know, these are great people. I'm going to hire them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, life circumstances changed or 
somebody, I, I'll go, I'll go this far. There was a subpoena that came in that, that, that required records from, from somebody They came directly to an associate and the associate decided that they weren't going, they, they didn't, they didn't agree with the subpoena. And so they didn't, they didn't reply. And can you imagine, you know, so <laughs> because it's all under the light, it's all under the license of the principal, right? You know, yeah. um, so it's like you're literally putting yourself at the mercy of your, your, your employees best intentions or not um, uh, by not having a solid, you know, legal agreement between you know that may include non-disclosures that may may include non-competes but even those are less important than what what a behavior is expected <laughs> and any legal compliance that might that, that might be expected as well so i mean am i right. off base, am i off base in that or no so so you know a small business owner will frequently frequently turn to friends and relatives who are lawyers to, you know, help them with their legal documents. Um, if the person's a business attorney, that's fine. If they're not a business attorney, it could be worse, frankly, than, you know, them going to one of the online, you know, services and downloading a simple agreement. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of times business owners will say, well, it's worked so far. And my comment is that, any agreement will work until you need to rely on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. That's and that's... when you need to rely on it is when there generally is when there's a dispute. Um, and so if that agreement wasn't drafted with potential disputes in mind, then it's probably not going to help and it could certainly hurt in certain circumstances. Um, yeah, that's it's hard, I think, for business owners who aren't legally trained to understand that you know some might think well an agreement's an agreement um but that's certainly not not the case yeah just because we wrote down what makes sense to us you you the employee me the the employer right. and and, and, and right. you know napkins don't work <laughs> right <laughs> absolutely, to, absolutely but uh and and as you said um just because you don't anticipate it now. Look, you're busy running your business. Right. right. You're 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 busy trying to develop the services, deliver the services, deliver the products, et cetera, et cetera. And you're, you know, you you've got hopes and 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 belief in the people that, that are working with you, et cetera, et cetera. But if they make a mistake, mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that mistake can cost you your business. If you, if you if you don't have appropriate legal representation and appropriate and appropriate contracts so and, and I've never been a person who's like stood on contracts I've you know I, I, I right. but, but at the same token I have literally seen people wiped out uh, and have myself been wiped hmm. out from lack of forethought when it comes wow. to this so if 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 uh, um, I you know, if you're in the Maryland area and you serve basically the whole state of Maryland, or you do, you have a record, so yeah, you know, so um, we uh, we have clients all over the state. Yeah, right. 
um, you know, most were in the Baltimore, Washington area because that's where we're located. It's a very dense metropolitan area. Uh, but, you know, we have I have clients on the Eastern Shore. Uh, Eastern Shore is, you know, the, the coast, <laughs> right. um, uh, you know, down uh, southern Maryland and then, you know, even up into the um, closer to Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, um, but coming back out of the legalese, as it were, uh, right. part of this, um, you know, the advantage that I see in somebody working with you is because I know that you're not only somebody who knows this stuff, that knows the law and and, and knows how to protect uh, your clients. And, and I often say, um, we don't have any customers. We have clients. And I know that that's the case, that that's the case for you because. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you know this, but what, you know, Webster's Dictionary, the difference between a customer and a client, a customer is somebody you sell products and services to. A client is someone under your protection. Right. Oh, so. Um, so literally when you're engaging with somebody like Catherine, Catherine is there to protect you. Right. So right. Um, the and. And whether you see it now or not, um, not only is she there to protect you, but she's been down this road herself. She has employees. She started her own business, et cetera, et cetera. So she knows not only from a book perspective or what you know what's written in the law, but from the from from the reality perspective of what it takes to, to run a business. And I think to close today would, would probably be you know the question of if you had advice for somebody that's maybe not just started out, but somebody that's looking to take the next step, whatever that is in business, um, what advice would that be? Or maybe if, if, if they're just starting out, whatever whatever makes sense for you. So yeah, there I think there are a number of things and I mentioned the first thing earlier and that's be patient. You know, um, people see these, you know, tech um, startups out in Silicon Valley, you know, people make, people making billions of dollars, um, you know, that those are very, very, very few and far between, especially for a professional services business. Um, you know, you're, you're going to slowly but surely build up clientele, bring in that revenue. First couple of years, you might not really have any profit um, to, to speak of. So you need to be prepared. Uh, to be able to be patient, um, if that if that makes sense. I always say get a good CPA. <laughs> uh, many times I say to uh, people, before you hire a lawyer, I hire a CPA, because there are some uh, decisions that need to be made early on about taxation of the business, et cetera, that can really help going forward. And um, anybody who's doing their own business tax returns is really not spending time doing what they should be doing, unless you're a tax accountant. Um, and that kind of goes into the next um, uh, tip, and that is to delegate. Uh, even a very small business that doesn't have much revenue, um, if you don't have any revenue, you really can't hire anybody or you know contract with independent contractors. But as you go forward, um, you know, some of the, the revenue should be used on um, a payroll service if you have employees, a bookkeeper, um, like I said, a, a CPA, marketing. Um, I I tell people all the time, I'm a CPA and a lawyer. I don't do my own books 
because it's a waste of time. Um, you know, it's just not worth it. That's not what I should be spending my time on. And a lot of those services you can get very reasonably and uh, it allows the business owner to spend time on what they need to be doing. Um, and I mentioned marketing. Um, I think one, one thing that people um, make a mistake about is thinking that marketing is something that's optional. Um, and, you know, in order to run a business, you have to have the work. Uh, <laughs> and right. nowadays, you, yes, you can get work from referrals. Um, and that is a great source of, of business for a lot of, of companies and businesses. But um, you've got to do the right marketing. When I say right marketing, you've got to figure out what works for you, what you're comfortable doing. And if it's successful, keep on doing it. Be consistent. It's a long game. It's not a short game. Um, so, you know, I, uh, you know, I see business owners and I've probably done it myself looking at a whole lot of different um, uh, marketing uh, opportunities, let's say. And um, I think the best way to market is, like I said, figure out what you're good at and what works and then stick with it. Um, and then along those lines, um, you know, you've always got to monitor your finances of the business. You've got to know where your money's going, where it's coming from. That will help inform you uh, about decisions you should be making uh, ongoing. And then the last thing, and, and really the most important thing is to treat both your customers, clients, and your employees really well. Um, I don't mean pay them a whole lot necessarily. And a lot of small businesses can't afford to pay their employees, um, you know, even market rate uh, that an employee can make if they went to work for a lot of yeah. But but you can also provide a lot of other benefits that larger companies can't provide flexibility. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of things that you can do as, as an employer to treat employees well and your customers well. And if you do those things, then it will all hopefully, you know, work <laughs> going forward. And some something that I neglected that you that you just uh, touched on, um, you know, here's here's a business attorney telling you, you know, right, get a CPA, learn how to market, um, and uh, and delegate in, in, in that process. And there's some things that you really can't delegate. And um, so, you know, we're self-sponsored, but you know, you're a member of Video Socials is one one of our services, and mm -hmm. and in Video Socials. Right. In a very in a very quick capsulation is is that you along with you know typically five to ten other people will get together in a room and a, a Zoom room and um, take turns recording our two or three minute videos uh, and, and and you've done seventy something of them yourself and you've got a YouTube channel et cetera et cetera uh, that's there um, but we do it together and we give each other support encouragement and feedback um, and. Um, it's a great place to practice and experiment, and and guess what? Most of those practices are entirely publishable, and um, and, and we get used to, get comfortable, and therefore confident in front of the camera, which is an art in and of itself that takes practice. But why did you join Video Socials, and 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 what does it provide for you? So. Um... I joined, I, I was put in touch with um, you guys 
through a through a, a third party and um you know looked at what you were doing and i do believe that video is um an important uh and robust way to communicate um and you know decided to try it out and you know saw the successes i guess that you know could be um could be had with with doing it and doing it on a consistent basis um you know with my um my membership has been as you know has has uh, ebbed and flowed over uh, several years but overall i've been fairly consistent and um i think that is is what makes it successful um yeah, but and and interestingly, I mean, you know, we we you started doing this, we started doing this before TikTok, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now everybody's doing TikTok, everybody's doing video because oh, by the way, video, you know, video is what it, what really captures people's attention. Terrific. Yeah, Catherine, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you, and you. I am. Uh, um, we could go on all day. I know we both yeah. have other things that we need to get to, but uh, um, thank you again. Uh, again, all you know, taylorlegal.com, and then uh, and then you're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We'll include links to all of all of that. Uh, thank you. Uh, associated thank you. with the, with this podcast, and uh, I, I wish you all the best and continued success. And, and you too with your podcast and video socials. Keep it up. we will okay thank you so much take care you've been listening to inspiring business with your host mark bullock your positive comments likes and most importantly your sharing of this show with others is greatly appreciated don't forget to subscribe to the inspiring business podcast on whatever platform you prefer you can catch prior episodes on videosocials.net and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms.